Listener Production. How healthcare company Telix managed to be one of the few stocks to lift today. And what industry has posted the strongest job gains over the past year? Good afternoon, I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Thursday, the 22nd of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig, it wasn't a good day for the share market at all today. Yeah, I think a lot of investors are scratching their heads and saying, where did that one come from? So yes. it's just a, such a big drops right the way across the the board. And Absolutely. we've seen it in, in the United States. We've seen it in yes, other countries. So I suppose we can just put it down to the fact that, that Jerome Powell from the US Federal Reserve, the central bank over there, is suggesting that there could be another two interest rate hikes before the end of the year. And we're still waiting for that fabled stimulus from China, mm. waiting for Godot moment, you know, sort of waiting for that stimulus to come through and it just doesn't seem to be coming. Well, we had a pretty good run recently, so maybe we're just coming back off those highs. And just back to Jerome Powell, I found it quite funny that he said another two rate hikes is a pretty good guess pretty to good quote guess. him. <laughs> pretty good guess. I think he'd Toss. be the best person to be guessing about what's going to happen. Toss of the coin, see what happens. <laughs> so we saw our market have its worst day in almost a month today, Craig. You know, if the market fell 0.02% more, it would have been the worst day in over three months. So we just got there and we weren't quite as bad as we were back then. So we saw the ASX 200 drop by 119 points, 1.6% lower to 7,196. And of course, this was led lower by US markets after those comments from Jerome Powell and He'll have another speech tonight, which could move markets again, potentially. Yeah, the House of Representatives yesterday and tonight, it's the Senate's turn. So they all have a turn in these sorts of things. And uh, I think they switch their, their places, you know, each year. So one goes first and the other one go, goes second. But um, all the parliamentarians uh, have got to have their say. It tends to be, you know, sort of five-minute blocks, you know, so that they can, you know, sort of question mm. Jerome Powell about what things are happening. So hopefully we'll find out more then. I hope... Everyone stayed up till 12 a.m. last night to watch it after after the big game. And again, tonight, you can look forward to that at 12 a.m. So stay up for that. Make sure you're tired for work tomorrow just to hear what Jerome Powell has to say or be a normal person and find out in the morning. Anyway, our sectors today, they all declined. Tech was the worst. Megaport was actually the third worst performer today. But the bigger players like Zero and Wise Tech really weighed on the market as well. And so the tech sector was down around 4%. It was the biggest drag on the market after its recent rally. Yeah, the utility sector held up the the best. It was only down two tenths of 1%. So it tends to be a defensive sector, one sector which basically doesn't move in line with economic cycles. But one stock stood out for me, Satire. The share price was up 9%. There was no news out of it. It may get a speeding ticket from the ASX, you know, sort of show mm-hmm. cause about why the stock was up. So, but I thought that was, you know, sort of fairly interesting yesterday to change. That um, is interesting being a luxury retailer brand. Yes. I mean, who has the money to buy these Louis Vuitton bags in this current climate? Not me. Perhaps they've got the good oil that the China stimulus is coming and we're all going to be saved. <laughs> all eyes on China. Mm-hmm. Um, what else caught your eye today? Uh, well, all the major stocks, you know, so the big kahunas in terms of the mining space, um, BHP was down 2.5%, Rio Tinto down one5 
Fortescue down 2.3%. All the banks were down anything mm. between 1% and 1.6%. So, yeah, no one was really spared except for satire. Yeah, yes. Well, you know, actually, today, Craig, I was going through the best performers list and I got to around number 19 and then it started being stocks that were flat and stocks that were falling. So this is the best performers on the ASX 200. So at that point, it was around 3.30 in the afternoon. There were only 19 stocks that were doing well and the rest were either flat or falling. So we had decliners on the best list. And I was like, am I seeing this right? What's going on here? So that was very interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Bit of profit taking around today. Mm. I think a number of people were squaring their positions. If you think of the institutional sort of funds and there's a number of people taking profit. Let's go on to some of the stocks which moved today. And one of the stocks was Gold Road, gold explorer and producer, and its share price down 8.3%. Why? Because it's downgraded production estimates for this year, 2023, by 20,000 ounces of gold. It's now expecting 320 to 350,000 ounces to be produced from the Gruyere joint venture that they have near Perth. What it's blaming is uh, rain, as equipment reliability and availability. They've been controlling production. Another gold miner, Regis Resources, that lifted just a quarter of 1% after its target price was raised today. So pretty good in the scheme of things, the big scheme of things. Yeah, another one, we've got gold fever today. (laughs) Another gold miner, DeGray Mining, has a project and equity deal with Canada's Novo Resources covering the Gina project in Western Australia. DeGray will take a half share or 50% share of the project and DeGray will subscribe $10 million via a private placement. DeGray down the order 1.8% today. On to a different side of things. We heard from travel booking agency Hello World. They fell 2.7% despite announcing a $70 million takeover of Express Travel Group. So Hello World will pay to buy for the company using a mixture of shares and cash. And with the cash component, it's fully funded by its existing cash reserves, which you would think is good news because they're quite liquid. They're able to pay that much already. But anyway, the deal's still pending shareholder approval at the moment. So we'll see what happens there. So much for travel. Let's go to gold yet again, Northern <laughs> Star. Can't yeah. get away from it today. No, indeed. Uh, it'll go ahead with a $1.5 billion expansion of the Kalgoorlie Consolidated Gold Mines, the KCGM mill. That's uh, in WA, Western Australia. Yeah, the Kalgoorlie region, yes, sort of uh, Western Australia, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it, uh, what it hopes for, or what management hopes for, this is will be very much a long-life pro- project and a low-cost project as well. Now, that didn't help it, the share price any. Yes, it was down in the order of 3.2%. Fair call, given the rest of the market being down so much as well. We heard more from cancer treatment company Telix Pharmaceuticals after market yesterday. So yesterday they had an investor showcase. It outlined what they were going to talk about, but they didn't release any further details. So after the market shut, they released some interesting stuff. Just to note, yesterday they were the top performer. They lifted another 1.8% today. They announced a $35 million US dollar deal. That's $51 million Australian dollars to take over Lightpoint Medical to improve its cancer detection capabilities using AI. So Lightpoint is a UK-based medical device company specialising in intraoperative detection of targeted radiopharmaceuticals. So (laughs) 
to, to put this into human language, as Tom would say, this company specializes in medical devices that deliver radiation therapy directly to cancer cells during an operation. So it's more of a targeted approach. So it's a radio guided surgery business, essentially. So the purchase price is comprised of 20 US million dollars up front and then a further 15 US million dollars upon achievement of certain milestones. The acquisition will help strengthen Telix's capabilities in a surgical setting and especially too because Lightpoint has artificial intelligence capabilities and that will complement what Telix does in the artificial intelligence realm already. So it's all about the AI lately. Yes, it's all about AI, yes, <laughs> indeed. Now, looking ahead to tonight, as we mentioned at the outset, we'll hear more from Jerome Powell, 12 a.m. Make sure you stay up for it. We'll also get U.S. unemployment claims. Uh, yes, the jobs is very much you know, in focus at the moment. So the jobless claims give us an idea of uh, how the job market in the U.S. Is, is faring. If we cast our minds back a week, you know, so we're, we got the latest job figures you know, say out of Australia. Now, today we get more detail of the job figures. So that, that was provided today. And uh, what we found out in terms of um, uh, the last three months, 157,900 uh, jobs were created over the three months to, to May. 12 out of the 19 industry sectors that we follow managed to post job gains over the last three months. But let's have a look over the past year. 466,000 jobs were created over the last 12 months. 13 of the 19 industry sectors managed to, to post gains. So construction over the past year, 130,000 extra jobs. Healthcare, 128,000 jobs were created. It's only there's a small number of sectors that posted job losses. In fact, the other services area was down by 28,500. Now, healthcare, one in seven workers in Australia works in the healthcare sector, around about 2.2 million, and that's 15% of all jobs. So some interesting figures today. We get them every three months in terms of the jobs created by, by industry. Jobs very much you know, in focus at the moment. We want to get supply and demand mm. in the job market you know, into balance. So it's not driving up wages and driving up prices. And of course, it's all about wages. It's all about Absolutely. inflation. And given the central banks are data dependent, these are the sorts of things that they're looking at. Maybe not going into the nitty gritty of industry sectors, but looking back to tonight, we'll have the Bank of England handing down its interest rate decision as well. Yeah, we don't know whether it's going to be 25 basis points or a quarter of 1% or half of 1%. Uh, the inflation figure is not going the way that the... Um, UK you know, sort of uh, authorities would like to see it. So we have got that uh, interest rate decision coming out. Uh, we've got the Swiss National Bank, the Central Bank of Switzerland, as well as Norway. They're all handing down interest rate decisions, all making their own judgments of their own countries about you know, where inflation needs to be and how quickly they, they want to get it down back into to the target band. So it's going to be quite interesting. As we mentioned, Jerome Powell speaks again. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned, that those jobless claims will be out and that will give a guide about you know, how the job market is faring in the United States. And tomorrow in Australia and around the globe, purchasing managers surveys. So that's a real-time look at manufacturing and service conditions. Yeah, what you would hope for is that the purchasing manager of the, the company should know what's going on in that company. Now, whether it's a manufacturing operation or a services-based mm. operation, uh, if you do surveys of those purchasing managers, you should have an idea about what's going on in the individual countries. So 
It's straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's <laughs> mouth, indeed, <laughs> yesterday. And it's not just Australia. It's, it's places like uh, mm-hmm. the United States, mm-hmm. um, the UK, Europe, you know, sort of right the way across the globe, we'll get these purchasing manager survey results. Wonderful. So lots to leave you with to think about. Get some rest ahead of listening into the speech tonight at 12 a.m. And we'll catch you back here tomorrow morning with Tom and Ryan. And we'll be back here tomorrow afternoon with Craig and I. We will indeed. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.